Hey everyone, welcome back to the Long Lens Podcast. This is the podcast where I answer questions from my filmmaking community and talk about filmmaking and YouTube. Now, if you're a Patreon supporter, you'll be able to see this in video format in all of its glory. I am here in a very empty apartment laying down on my mattress because we sent our bed up to Oregon already. So I am going to do another News with Nigel segment. So I'm going to be just covering some of the news that's relevant to me and probably a lot of you. And we'll just, you know, talk about some new pieces of gear that's been released in the filmmaking industry. And hopefully this will be interesting to you. It's probably going to be a pretty quick one. But once again, if you would like to support my channel, support this podcast, you can join me on Patreon. There's a bunch of perks that you get for joining me on Patreon. You get all my $5 LUTs for free. You get access to a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. You can interact with me more there. So yeah, consider supporting me on Patreon. But as always, no pressure. If you're wondering, how do I know if my audio is good if I don't have headphones on? Well, I don't. I just kind of start recording and hope for the best. Let's talk about our first piece of news, which I just think that it's kind of funny because this product is so weird, but it's the new Canon V10 vlogging camera. If you looked on any of the news sites or you've probably even seen a couple of videos on YouTube about this, it's a new vlogging camera from Canon, which just seems so weird that they would release it. I watched one video from Kai W and he kind of, you know, showed what it looked like and I don't know why Canon made that camera or who on earth would buy it. Like I would shoot with my iPhone 7 before I would buy a Canon V10 to vlog with. It just looks so, I don't know, like I feel like I could get a Canon RP with like a 16 mil and it would look better than that V10 and probably be cheaper. I don't even know how much it is but there goes my AC. Hold please. Yeah anyways I don't understand why Canon made that camera and I'm going to be really surprised if they sell even 10 units. It's such a weird camera and I just, I don't know, vlogging isn't really as popular as it used to be. And I feel like Canon is just now trying to jump on a trend that Casey Neistat started like five years ago. It's like, yeah, that's just not going to work. Probably even more than five years ago. What was that? When was that Casey Neistat trend? Was that like 2018, something like that? I don't know. It just is really weird, but that's news, I guess. The next piece of news that has been released for the last couple of weeks, which you've probably seen a lot of YouTubers talking about, is the new Panasonic S52X, which is essentially just an S52 with all the red like accent colors covered up with black instead, and it can record ProRes. But what's funny is that the S52 is going to get a update to where it can export the same quality as the S52X can. I might be wrong on this, but I was listening to Dave Mays and Connor McCaskill talk about this and it's like there's just like one thing or like one or two things that like the S52X can do that the S52 can't. And I think the S52X might have a full size HDMI too, but like really it's kind of a small upgrade in comparison to the S52, which is just kind of weird. And you know, something that I saw another YouTuber, you know, kind of mention is that like, if you're just buying the S52X for ProRes, like, why not just get an actual cinema camera? Like, if you're a working cinematographer, you should probably get something like a, I don't know, like a Sony FX6 or, you know, a Blackmagic camera or something like that. Like, if your production company can't afford to buy an actual cinema camera and they're saying, hey, we need to get the S52X because it can do ProRes, like, how common is that situation? You know what I mean? I feel like for most people, the S52 is probably more than adequate, but 
that's just me. I don't know. I'm sure that in the future, like, you know, production companies are going to be moving to a more hybrid cameras, you know, especially for like their social media type content. But it just seems really weird that the S52X exists. Why not just make an update on the S1H or something like that for like the super professional cinematographers, which, you know, we all knew it was going to exist. Like, you know, it got announced the same time that the S52 did, but, you know, it's just now getting into the hands of all the YouTubers. But it just seems like such a very incremental upgrade. And it's like, okay, it's all blacked out, but, you know, just buy an S5 II and put gaff tape over all of the, you know, the red bits or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just kind of seems like a, like such an incremental upgrade. If the S5 II can export, you know, ProRes RAW and Blackmagic RAW, like, who cares if it can't record internally, right? Like, just get an Atomos Ninja V. I mean, I don't know. I might be completely off base and maybe I'm totally wrong on this, but that's just my initial thoughts. I don't know. But then again, I mean, if you're watching me on Patreon, you're watching me in 1080p from a 10-year-old GH3. So my standards obviously aren't as high as a lot of other, you know, cinematographers. All right, the next note that I have is that Nikon is low-key good, but nobody really cares. And I think that, you know, Nikon kind of, they didn't, promote their cameras as video cameras like they should you know they didn't get their cameras into the hands of a bunch of youtubers like sony or canon or even panasonic do and that's why like their cameras have kind of fallen by the wayside there's a lot of photographers who still like nikon cameras like the nikon z series and even simon cade the legendary simon cade he uses a nikon z z6 or something or at least he used to and like they're actually really good video cameras like the Nikon Z9 Norwegian guy, Andy X, he did a video on the Z9 and like it looks great and like the autofocus actually works. And like there's a lot of things to like about Nikon cameras, but it's like they just have fallen by the wayside and no one really cares if they're good, which I just think is kind of funny because like all of like the gripes that someone might have with Panasonic or Sony or Canon, I feel like a Nikon Z9 or like the new Z8 could probably be really good options for a lot of filmmakers, but no one is going to go for them, which I just think is... I don't know. It's just kind of funny. The newer cameras have really good autofocus, like crazy good dynamic range, great image stabilization, right? But nobody really cares about Nikon cameras, which is kind of sad. <laughs> and something else is that Nikon actually won a lawsuit against Red. Well, I guess, like, I don't know if they won, but like Red kind of dropped the lawsuit against Nikon because Nikon released the Z9 with internal RAW which I don't think they're allowed to do because Red has like a patent on like certain internal RAW codecs, which is stupid. Blackmagic was able to get around it with their own version of RAW. Apparently Red kind of dropped the lawsuit. And what's funny is that like, you know, like Red's a pretty big company, but like you have to imagine that Nikon is a huge company too. I mean, they've been around since, you know, forever. So it's not like they're like this little company that Red can just push around or whatever. So it was probably a case that was going to be hard fought if Red really wanted to sue them for the Z9. But uh, yeah, they dropped the charges and it's just going to, I guess Nikon's just going to keep selling their cameras with their raw internally. I don't know. I mean, that's just another thing that like, you know, Nikon's actually kind of killing it in a lot of ways, you know, taking on Red and, you know, just putting raw on their cameras and just saying, you know, F you to everyone at Red. But it's like, again, no one really cares about Nikon cameras. Like you're not going to see Peter McKinnon rocking a Nikon camera. So like, the next note that I had was that nothing really noteworthy dropped at NAB 2023. 
or NAB 2023. I don't know. Like I've, you know, I watched all the recaps and I saw some little, you know, pieces of gear that I guess are kind of cool. Like, you know, black magic released a firmware update in their cameras where they can shoot vertical now. And I don't know, but just like nothing that's super just like crazy dropped anymore. And I think that's kind of like how the entire camera and filmmaking industry is now. Like every camera is just so good. Every, you know, lens is just getting better and better. I don't know, like there isn't really anything that interesting to talk about as far as like NAB 2023. Now, Gear is coming up, so maybe there'll be some cool things at Gear. Who knows? That's a little bit more directly, specifically focused on like filmmaking gear. But like I'm kind of in this season of my filmmaking career that like gear is just really boring. Like that's kind of why I'm shooting on my GH3s again now. It's because it's just like, it's giving me a challenge. You know what I mean? Like, not that I'm like the best cinematographer ever. And I just know how to light things perfectly. But it's like, I know enough that it's just like, give me any camera and I'll get footage that I like out of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, nothing that noteworthy came out of NAB 2023 as far as I'm concerned. Something else that I kind of want to talk about is that like, I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the struggles that you can face as a YouTuber. Now, if you're trying to become a YouTuber, I just kind of wanted to share this, this incident that happened uh, pretty recently. I had this whole video for this product ready to go for yesterday. Today's Tuesday, May 16th. And I had a whole video ready to drop on the 15th. It was of this new product that was supposed to be launched like on Friday or whatever. And I was, you know, in contact with the rep and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to drop it right when it's released, like, you know, within five days of the release and it's going to do well. Hopefully, you know, it's a cool new product. Rad. Sunday night, I get an email from the rep and they tell me that they are going to postpone the release of this product for another two months. And that sucks because I had it ready to go for yesterday. And, you know, I'm trying to at least release two videos a month. Like I used to do like one video a week, but I found that like trying to do that, the video quality suffers. So I'm like, okay, I'll do two videos a month. That's way more sustainable for me. But now I am only to the spot where I only have one video that's like actually ready to be released, which is actually the video that I released yesterday of the Mikey Cinema lenses, which if you haven't seen that video, I'd highly appreciate it if you went and go check it out, left a comment because I, I randomly had that video done and was going to set it for, you know, the following Monday. But since the rep told me that the, you know, the product isn't going to be released for another two months, it didn't make sense for me to release the video yesterday because people would have to wait two months to even go out and buy it. So I released the Mikey lens review yesterday instead because I had that ready and already uploaded but it just kind of sucks now because I'm trying to like scramble and get some other videos that I wasn't planning on getting done this month done. And I don't know, it's just really annoying. So not that that's like the worst thing in the world, but like sometimes, you know, especially when you do gear reviews, stupid stuff like that can happen. And, uh, I wasn't super happy. I like, I emailed the rep and I was just like, Hey, I really wish you would have given me a, you know, a bigger heads up than like literally the night before it was supposed to go live. And they apologized. Like they're just kind of playing middleman for all of like the actual engineers and CEOs and all that kind of stuff. But those are just the kind of things that like are a little bit annoying about being a YouTuber, especially when you, you know, have stuff scheduled and you're trying to, you know, you think that you're like a little bit ahead of schedule and then it's just like, oh crap, now I got to make something really quickly if I want to get something, you know, if I want to get two videos out this month.
And that's also just stressful because I'm also moving in a couple weeks. So I just wanted to kind of share that just, you know, to like shed some light on the life of being a YouTuber. But yeah, that's kind of really all I had to share for this episode of News with Nigel. I do want to make another channel recommendation. And I've been watching this channel ever since he started posting his first video, which was only like a couple months ago, I think. But his name is Daniel Cunningham. He recently actually shot a music video for Philip Phillips. If you don't know who Philip Phillips is, you actually do know who he is because he's a singer songwriter that had that song called home that was in like every single car commercial. And it was, I think it was in like that movie bolt. He's like a really big artist and he had like two hits, you know, that were in every commercial, you know, forever ago. Uh, but yeah, he shot a music video for his like newest song and he does a lot of stuff with like black magic cameras and he's just a really good cinematographer and I don't think he's been doing it for that long, but he's like got some really impressive work. So definitely check him out. Daniel Cunningham. I've been really liking his stuff. Anyways, I think that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed watching how this podcast is recorded on Patreon. I, I know it's really high tech, but yeah, again, if you're listening to this and you'd like to join me on Patreon, I'm going to have the link in the description below. I'd really love to have you. Anyways, I think that's all I have for this episode of the Long Length Podcast. I'm also going to be hopefully doing a, another interview of a guest sometime this month. But again, I'm moving, so some of the stuff might fall by the wayside. Anyways, <laughs> thanks again for listening. Thanks again for supporting me to all my Patreon supporters. And I will catch you all next time. Later. Later.